This is a Jomo Studios presentation. Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, Joe Moffitt, coming to you live from the Joe Mo Studios here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma, where, man, oh man, oh man, it ain't never shit going on in this downtown. I ain't never go, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. It's dead in the motherfucking donut. But yeah, I am so happy to be back. I have missed you fuckers. Oh my God, you have no idea, man. I'm not going to bullshit you. I've missed you niggas like crazy. I took a little bit of a siesta. Um, we did the Father's Day show with me and my kiddo. Shout out to him. Um, which was very fun. It was real energetic. You guys, you know, kind of saw we did a couple of skits here and there. You know, nothing too extremely major. Just trying some new stuff out. Um, a lot of this new stuff will be coming into play in the shows within the next coming month. Um, also going to have him back on. Uh, as well as my stepdaughter. Um, of course, the one I always reference to, known as the champ. Uh, I'm definitely going to have her on the show here in a few weeks, as, a couple of weeks as well. Um, quick shout out uh, to a bunch of people, uh, as I love to do, particularly a shout out and salute to Sergeant Shannon Robinson. Uh, those who may know him, I'm sorry, Staff Sergeant. Uh, Shannon Robinson. Y'all know, we all know and love him as B-Rob, host of Rambling, Ra Random Ramblings with Rob. I want to congratulate him on his retirement from the Marine Corps. Shout out to the big homie. Also let you guys know, him and I will be doing uh, a couple of shows together on uh, his side, uh, and also I'll be releasing them uh, from my page as well, and then we're going to, you know, kind of collab on some stuff over the next few weeks, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, I also got on, uh, added a new uh, writing contributor, if you will, to help me get some of my jokes into him, Miss Foxy, out of Houston, Texas. Shout out to her. Appreciate uh, all the love and everything everybody's been showing me over the last couple of weeks as well. I just, you know, just a mad shout out because I, I didn't even do a show last week, and yet the last week, my numbers have finally got back up uh, to where they're supposed to be, and that was with no show, that was with no promotion. Uh, big shout out, by the way, whoever in Japan is showing me love. Hi, because that's where a lot of them numbers come from. So shout out from over there. Them folks having a good time. Uh, and I mean, it's this as I've told you all before, this thing is growing and it's, it's I, I was I, I get in fear. I'm not going to lie. I, I posted a couple of weeks ago on Instagram talking about I was, you know, sitting around worrying about my numbers and my stepdaughter handed me a fidget spinner and told me to sit my ass down and shut up. And I was stuck for three hours spinning at this goddamn fidget spinner trying to... I'm trying to figure out why I'm sitting here spinning this motherfucker. Then the whole time, nigga, I'm just relaxed, related, and released. Nigga, I was feeling fine. Nigga, it was great just sitting there posted up being dumb for no damn reason for about two or three good hours. Everybody ought to sit back for a little while and just go dumb for a little while. It, it might help. Yeah, shit. You know, I've been going dumb now every morning here for the last few mornings. I've woke up kind of refreshed 
and gotten out of bed feeling a little well rested because in usually what I used to do is I jump straight out of bed, you know. And a lot of y'all do this, you know. I, I know I'm not the only one. Fuck y'all. Usually, uh, some of us do it because we have, you know, memories of laying up with a bitch we didn't want to be in the first place and getting out of there was the only damn option that we had. So as we start shaking these old, you know, bodily functions that we're used to, you know, <laughs> uh, as we start making these changes and everything in, in, in our mainframes, if you will, uh, I just noticed that jumping out of bed first thing in the morning ain't really a good thing for me. You know, if I actually take a minute to just, just stare at the wall, you know, put my thoughts together. Help me just 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 breathe and lay there. Don't fuck with nobody. My wife right there, but don't fuck with nobody. Don't, you know, keep your hands off her ass because that's going to distract you. They ain't going to put you in the mind frame you want to be in. You know, you're going to want to fuck and then got to go to work. And that's just, that nigga, that is an ingredient for bad moods right there. Wanting to fuck and go to work? That, that No. It feels good, you know, but it might not be the best registry when your ass is assuming that you already going to have a bad day at the bullshit that you're dealing with. So, you know, just lay there, take a cup. What I've been doing, I take a couple of breaths in, take some out, lay there with my eyes closed. I find me a point, not nothing particular, you know, it's usually a spot on my investors coated wall in this damn greenhouse that we in, which is fine. And I just look at that little piece of asbestos, whatever little piece they may have a little glimmer to it. And I just stare at it. Then close my eyes for a couple of minutes. I don't count. I don't care. I'm just laying there. Relaxing. Even though I just woke up, you still got to lay there. Get your mind right. You know what I'm saying? And then when you get up, you'll feel a little bit better. And I've been doing that the last couple of mornings. So if you guys have been having bad mornings, and for those who've been trying it out, you never, you know, just, just. I was just, like I said, Pixie told me I needed to start meditating more. And I just, I don't really have time to do that shit, to sit there for an hour, two hours and close my eyes and cross my big ass legs and trying to be comfortable sitting my fat ass on the floor and trying to hum, hum, for the ladies, it's for you, hum, <laughs> shit, I, you know, we ain't all got time to just sit there for a little while and hum. Sounds great, looks fun, but um, nigga, I got to go to work. I ain't got time to be um, you know, you know, unless I mean, if it's like a um, um, then possibly, you know, something like that might be able to be arranged. But uh, yeah, no, uh, just to sit there and with these big ass uh, timbers on the bottom of my body, trying to cross them motherfuckers and be comfortable on a hardwood floor. Ain't something I'm really in the mood for. But laying in bed and just, you know, finding that little pinpoint, staying at it for a minute. Close your eyes for a couple of minutes. Open your eyes again. Close them one more time. Open them again. And then get up. You know? It kind of gives you a start. And it's a slower start. Some of us, the first thing we do, we jump out of bed. We go, what we do? We go piss. Go piss, because I don't want your nasty ass to lay there in the bed and piss on yourself. Then come back and do the meditation. You don't have to do the meditation as soon as you wake up. You can wake up, go piss, lay back down and wait for your alarm to come on. Or you can do the meditation between the time you know your... Because see, my body has gotten now... Well, I wake up a little bit earlier just to do the meditation. I'll go piss, come back, lay down, and then I'll do the meditation. So, like I said, you know, it's not... It may not work for everybody. It's definitely working for me. I just... A little tidbit from you, boy... Uh, Joe and letting you know it's I don't know my mornings have been a little bit better ever since I've been doing it so um and by the way 
uh, of course, with this being uh, Independence uh, Weekend, which, well, I guess is Independence Weekend because I got to work on Saturday. So I don't know what the fuck a weekend is. I told you I ain't had a damn two days out straight in forever. I don't know what the hell it is. Now I got a day off. Which now Friday is, of course, another announcement. Today, Fridays will now be the show's day um, and time because uh, people have to water their gardens and stuff like that. So I had to move my show uh, so people can practice their three green thumb, I guess. Uh, if I'm lying, I'm dying. I'm not bullshitting you. I told Pixie this shit, and she was like, are you fucking kidding me? But, I, you know, it is what it is. A gig is a gig. I'm working a gig, so there it is. Speaking of gigs, I am available for bookings for anyone that wants to experience some of this fuckery firsthand. I will come through. I will tell jokes. I will have a good time. Nigga, if you even need a nigga to cook or sing some shit, I can do that too. So, holla at your boy. Get at me for rates. Uh, always tag us at djomafashow at gmail.com. And I will be opening up a new email for uh, Jomo Studio. No, we have the Jomo Studios email. No, we don't. Yeah, no, we don't have. We have the e the Twitter account. We don't have the email account. So I will get that worked on as well so you guys can uh, email me there directly for any bookings or anything like that um, so we can get these balls rolling because I'm broke, baby. I'm, I'm to this broke wearing my ass out. I ain't going to lie. Shit, I go to work every goddamn day. Nigga even been working overtime. Tell me how I've been working overtime the last three weeks and my ass didn't made less money. I'll wait. I told y'all a couple of months ago, overtime don't mean shit. Y'all thought I was playing. Y'all thought I was doing that shit just to be lazy. No, go work that shit yourself and see. It ain't as much as you think it might be. It certainly don't go as far. Definitely don't go as far as it's supposed to. You can believe that shit. You know, but what fuck does die nowadays, man? What what is my nigga? This money get goddamn sucked up so fucking fast, it don't even get a chance to breathe, you know? Hell, a dick get a chance to breathe, my dollars don't. You know, I would if my dick had less time to breathe, but my money had more, I'd probably be a little bit better off. I don't know. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm keeping it one hundred with you. This broke is tearing my ass up, okay? Shit, I might start slinging keychains and motherfucking bumper stickers and motherfucking headphones and whatever the fuck I can get my hands on that's got a big-ass Joe Moffat Show print on it because we got to get this cash. Oh, which also reminds me as well. You know we're going on tour here soon. Um, a New Year's Eve show off. Uh, the gig and Brian off. But everybody be calm. Everybody be cool. We are not freaking out about it here. I certainly don't want y'all freaking out about it there because y'all know me. I'm still going to be in the H the weekend of July 23rd to July 25th. So you best to believe the Joe Moffat show is coming wherever Joe Moffat go, baby. That's why I call this the Joe I don't. I don't call this the Joe Moffat show just to be conceited. I call it the Joe Moffat show because this show can pop off wherever the fuck Joe Moffat go. Wherever I go, it's the Joe Moffat show, baby. Every time I hit the room, boom, we live. That's what the fuck I'm talking about, man. No motherfucking filters needed, nigga. I am not coffee. I'm going to stay straight black all motherfucking day. And now, the moment you guys been waiting for. Y'all know I got some fuckery to talk about this week. Yes, don't I always. I always got a slew of crazy shit that I got to discuss. And since, once again, y'all like them so damn much, we going Trump free today, baby. So no Trump is allowed on this episode. 
other than to say, fuck that nigga. Now, do we all know why LeVar Ball was at Monday Night Raw? Hmm. See, a lot of people looked at that shit as a joke. I don't even, I wonder if his country, I, I really wonder if his country back would bam my ass know why they had him on Monday Night Raw. I'm going to tell you why they had him on Monday Night Raw. But what they told you was bullshit. Because one, I know Monday Night Raw. I've been watching Monday Night Raw for years. And I know good and hell well when those, when they do those little side segments and they do those segments where they the the the, the interview shows like the Roddy Roddy Pipers and, and the Miz TVs and the, and the Highlight Reel. When they do them shows, that's Vince, Vince runs that shit with precision. That man runs a production better than any other motherfucker probably that can run a television production. I don't know how the fuck Vince McMahon just don't run television, period. I tell you, well, I, I let me take that back. I know why, because it'll be a bunch of titties and gropings and a bunch of crazy shit that we actually want to see on fucking TV, you know. And they've actually sold that shit down for the years, and they last few years, and they wonder why the ratings didn't fell under three million. So, granted, Vince rolled the dice, as many of us do. He rolled the dice, shook them bad boys up, boom, outshot LeVar Ball. Somebody said, Vince, do this for us. Have LeVar Ball on your show. He didn't think to himself to have that goof-ass nigga on his show. He didn't want that motherfucker nowhere near there. But let me tell you what happened, kids. What else was going on during Monday Night Raw? Anyone? 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 Bueller, do you know what was going on during Monday Night Raw? The NBA Awards was going on during Monday Night. Oh, what are the NBA Awards? What they what? This first first year they ever did them, right? What they were they two three hours long? How long is Monday Night Raw? Three hours, solid, right, 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 right. Yes, right. They gave this nigga a venue and a platform to go and promote his own shit. And to push his bullshit goofiness, I can't call it rhetoric. I can't call it, it ain't even strong enough to be called fuckery. It's just, it's nigga, we going back to buffoonery, nigga. This is, but they let this buffoon express. Did you see this? Well, anybody that saw the show knows. I don't see how this man get away talking about he done done all the stuff he done with sports. When he run to the ring looking like he paying homage to fucking Harambe and shit with this big ass gorilla monsoon ass. <laughs> Nigga look like the goddamn bushwhackers running to the motherfucking ring. And shit. This nigga didn't roll under the rope. He didn't slide under the rope. This nigga fell under the rope. Not the top rope. Not the middle rope. Bitch, he fell through the bottom rope. Huh? Between the bottom rope and the ring, this nigga like collapsed after this big ass bush bushwhacker Harambe ass goddamn run down the stage. And <laughs> I'm sorry, that's what the motherfucker look like. Y'all can kiss my ass. I know I'm saying that a black man look like a monkey and some people say that's racist, but I'll be like, fuck you. I'm black too. And bald headed. And old. So I can say whatever the fuck I want to say about this nigga. Ain't anybody got a problem with can eat these nuts. <sighs> Sorry. I told you it's been a while since I've been gone. But yeah, the, the whole conclusion of this shit basically is that they sent they pawned his ass off on WWE. WWE owed him a motherfucking favor. 
They pawned their asses off on WWE, and then we had to deal with that nigga for the worst, one of the worst fucking segments of any goddamn talk show they've done on WWE. That shit was completely and totally stupid. The focus, once again, was on Lonzo. What they gonna do when Lonzo start playing? What the fuck they gonna do with LeVar? Seriously. They really gonna have to sit this nigga in a skybox in another arena every time to keep this motherfucker from being a damn distraction. You heard what I said. They gonna have to get his ass in skybox but put it somewhere else. <laughs> Hell, get this nigga a skybox. If they play in the Staples Center, you get this nigga a skybox at Golden State's arena and put his ass there during the Lego games to keep this motherfucker from being a distraction. That's the only thing you're going to be able to do. This nigga going to want to go out on the court. Son, pass me the ball. Because he ain't never got the notoriety that the son is receiving. He has never had that, that, that opportunity to be as famous as he's becoming. What's fucked up? is that now he's taking those opportunities away from his child to benefit himself. So whoever the fuck wants to sit here and call me a hater for talking bad about uh, LeVar Ball, let me let you ignorant ass, retarded ass, over listening to bullshit ass niggas a motherfucking lesson here real quick. This nigga taking opportunities away, giving himself an opportunity off of the back and working the grind of his son. Who the fuck really the hater here now? I saw this shit on Twitter the other day. Somebody, oh, everybody hating on LeVar Ball. That nigga is worthy to be hated upon. I have never seen a nigga in all my days that didn't need and deserve to be motherfucking have a nigga walk up to him slitter in the street and say, boy, you ain't shit. I got shit that's got less shit than that smell less shittier than you, motherfucker. Nigga talking about only two people. This nigga said only two people in the world as bad as him and he both of them. <laughs> I actually thought that shit was kind of cold. I I I I can see Vince McMahon laughing. His, this is what we did it for, guys. That that statement. I, that shit should have been put on a t-shirt. Oh, and I'm still gonna talk shit one more time because uh no, them niggas was not wearing them goddamn tennis shoes. And what was hilarious when Corey Graves sat there loud as motherfucking day talking about them expensively ugly ass tennis shoes, my ass fell out of my chair when he said that shit. I'm like, these niggas not only got pawned off on WWE so they wouldn't be seen at the NBA Awards. I said it. Then Got they shit that the reason the shit that they was promoting the whole time there got cracked on. One more piece of verification though, they can get away with cracking on them if, and I'd like somebody to let me know that was there at the show, they were selling them damn t-shirts in the lobby. I want to know if they was if they were selling big baller brand t-shirts Monday night at Raw. If anybody that was there and you saw that, let me know. I just just for the hell of it, I just had a feeling that that nigga would take that kind of opportunity. I'm not going to knock a man that's trying to do good things for his sons. Don't get me wrong. And he's done, you know, but he's giving them a legacy by keeping them, by keeping them relevant in a way I get it. But my problem is where is he wanting the relevance to go to? Furthermore, when you give a hot mic to a child that is literally being pushed into the situation unscripted, be prepared for a nigga to fall out. It happens. 
Remember the two little white boys I told y'all about a couple of weeks ago? And I was telling y'all that they were sitting in the store and they was nigga this and nigga that, nigga this and nigga that, nigga and nigga and nigga and nigga Them niggas was on niggas with every nigga that was that ever said nigga. Until they came back in the shop and some other real niggas were standing in there. And these motherfuckers was in there like, well, yes, Scott, we're going to try to get rid of these video games and do 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 do. I just, I totally agree, Kurt. I think we should get do 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 All the ghetto, all the gangster, all the, all that nigga shit that they was on, nigga was like poof as soon as they walked. Because when I, shit, I saw them walk up to the building, they was still nigga this, nigga that, nigga this, nigga that. Then they walked into the building and saw some real niggas that wasn't at work. Because at the time they did that shit, I was the only one in there and I was at work. What the fuck am I going to say to these niggas? You know, I really didn't give a fuck. But, you know, I know people get offended by the N-word, whatever, you know. And them motherfuckers know people get offended by it. That's the reason why they walked in there and saw real niggas. What did they do? Hello, Kurt. Yes, Scott. Turn that shit down immediately. Distractions. Bullshit. Distractions, bullshit. LeVar Ball is a distraction. And most people think he's bullshit. That's the reason why he was at WWE and not at the NBA Awards. Just saying, you know, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. His son still got a little clout because they was in, Lapel, in, in, in Staples Center. And that was technically the first time that he had been in there as a member of the Lakers. So Vince did, in a way, get away with getting something amazing. But... Once again, Papa Ball had to steal it. Papa Ball had to take that grace. Papa Ball had to make it about him. Taking his shirt off, hopping around, all that shit, you know, running in the shit, looking like he was drunk. This nigga, this nigga was acting up. It was almost like he was acting up so much or they was trying to get that damn segment over so fast that they threw a shirt on Dean Ambrose and said, get your ass out there now. They didn't drop, already dropped a nigga on stage. Vince about to have a goddamn hernia. Get your ass out there. And that's what they did. But yeah, I, I hope y'all caught on to the fuckery of that. You know, I'm just saying. That that was where the fuckery was. BT Awards. I didn't watch them. <laughs> that's where. <gasps> Joseph, fuck you. No, I didn't fucking watch them. I have an excuse, bitches. Don't get mad at me. One, my son wanted to play video games. There. I fucking said it. And I'll be damned if I'll say sorry for that. Fuck you, sir. <laughs> Shit. Nigga, we was playing video games, kicking it, hanging out, eating, munching, having a good goddamn time. We didn't feel like seeing Amigos almost beat the shit out of Joe Button. <laughs> Look, I ain't got to watch the BET Awards. You niggas were posting about that shit all night long. There was 75,000 live tweets of the BET Awards going on at that very fucking moment. Okay? And the main thing everybody was talking about was Joe Button and Migos going at it. The funny part about it is, why the fuck, when the fuck did blouses, you know... I blame Andre 3000 for this blouse shit. And I assure you, my fans, 
You will not see my big ass running around in no tight ass polyester blouse shirt. I don't give a damn. Then this nigga trying to drop mics and walk off from the niggas with the blouses on. His irrelevant ass. Yes, I'm talking about Joe fucking Button. Irrelevant ass. This nigga walk off with some shit that look like a goddamn nightgown. Nigga, where is you going? This nigga literally crawled out of bed. Kept his kerchief on and put some pants on and went to the fucking BET Awards. Nigga, you ain't going to take a nap. Motherfucker look like he getting ready for a fucking procedure. What the hell did he have on? That big long ass goddamn uncomfortable ass shirt. What the? <laughs> nigga, where is you going? What is wrong with these motherfuckers? Polyester nigga was polyester and nightgowns and one goofy ass little nigga trying to keep control of this shit that wasn't going to pop off. Because they know good and hell well you, you know. I'll say this for the BET Awards. They have had years where they haven't had situations pop off. The reason why is because they, basically the BET Awards is the Black Music Family Reunion every year. You ain't supposed to fuck up there. It had a little bit more clout with Bob Johnson was running everything. Now that bright skinned lady, I, Lord forgive me, I forgot her name. Like I said, I didn't watch it this year, so I didn't get my yearly reminder of this heifer name. My bad. Sorry. Fuck. I knew Beyonce wasn't going to be there, so I wasn't going to miss much. I hate that I did miss the Brutal Mars performance. I do say that. But I am pissed that this man is now having to be compared to not being black because someone felt saying that Bruno Mars is appropriating black culture and shit. And I'm sitting here like, first of all, this nigga is from Puerto Rico. I don't know what you'd have never seen in Puerto Rico, but most Puerto Ricans look like niggas. And I'm going, hello? I, most Puerto Ricans I've ever met have dashes of nigga in them. Have you not seen a Puerto Rican woman's ass? What? You think that ain't got a sprinkle of Negro in it? Bad, bad. All these white supremacists that be running around. If you fucking a chick that's got a big fat ass, you better take that motherfucker to Ancestry.com and find out how much a nigga lover you really are, my nigga. <laughs> you didn't even know. Boop, 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 boop. Somebody should have told your ass. Uh-huh. You motherfuckers better get your DNA checks. I'm telling you right now, them big, juicy, gorgeous, fat asses, that's all African, baby. But nonetheless, shit, them girls walking around them out there in Puerto Rico with them big-ass booties and big-ass titties looking them big six-ass lips and thighs and niggas. What? Why the hell are we even having this discussion if Bruno Mars is black enough to do black music? He brings Puerto Rican women with him. I don't give a damn what kind of music he doing. That motherfucker could do gospel, R&B, fucking country, and rock all at the same goddamn time. How many Puerto Rican bitches you brought with you, nigga? 27? You in. Come on. I don't give a damn. <laughs> You're officially in the goddamn society. Welcome. I have told you motherfuckers time and time again, and this eventually all leads back to pussy. End all, be all. You throw on some Bruno Mars, there's a 95 to 100% chance that you might get some ass from whatever female you're in the close vicinity of. You're welcome. That nigga got a new song. This motherfucker says shit. Uh, that's what I like. Do you know what that means? That means if you like what she like, she will let you do filthy things to her. Wee! Nigga, how the fuck are we like having a... That's not black enough for you? 
Really? So when the nigga mind was telling you, telling him no, but his body was telling him yes, that's just just enough black. Is that what you're telling me? Really? Is that that you know? Remember when we had to call Tyrone and shit? That what? So you mean tell me that you know the 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 champagne and shit ain't black? Either? I know that's a goddamn lie. I know niggas drink champagne. Hell. I've been in a goddamn liquor store with rappers of different ages and persuasions, and you motherfuckers drank a whole lot of goddamn champagne. Don't play with me. Fuck y'all. Shit. I know you alcoholic motherfuckers drink champagne. I know you love that. Shit. Diamonds all white and shit. Really, nigga? Hell. That nigga said, babe, if you want to have a good time, here I am. What is the problem? I, I don't understand. Where, where you know... <laughs> the nigga made a song about fucking like a gorilla. What the? Who else be trying to do some gorilla shit in the bedroom other than niggas? Carrying bitches around, fucking up against the wall, trying to knock their goddamn hip. You better take this motherfucking bitch. That, that, what? You niggas is ungrateful. I really just don't understand. Just because he ain't like born in the projects with a black mama and a black daddy or some course of actual African that you've seen go through him. No, that, that it's Puerto Rico, baby. Look back in your history. Roland Martin gave y'all a history lesson the other day when he sat there and said that, you know, Puerto Rican, the, the African slave ships dropped off in islands like Puerto Rico, like Haiti, like Jamaica. Hello? That's us, baby. And just in a different form. Which brings me to my lead topic today. Which brings me to my letter of discussion today. Because I, I really need everybody to understand. See, the 60s in the United States of America opened up a whole new world of ideals and options and beliefs. And for many years, there was a huge separation of two general populations, black people and white people, particularly in the United States of America. How did these separations come about? Real fucking simple. Through ignorance and stupidity. They, the powers that be, okay, and let me tell you the powers that be are those who bring influence. Those influences have poured so much bullshit into the minds of both black and white people. For Generations now, this shit has been going on. Then in the 60s, it slowly started to deteriorate. And it slowly started to change. You started to see the mentality of people change as it was perceived to those that looked different from them. Okay? You feel me? White supremacy had already been set in and was at its forefront until certain whites were seeing that supremacy and thinking to themselves, how the fuck is this making us superior when we're on the same level as them? See, the bullshit artists, they originally told the white man, particularly throughout slavery and from the years after slavery was abolished, that they were superior than the slaves. The, the concept was always looked at as like doing slavery, ground. We won't give you a job because you don't want to be a slave. That's not work for a white man. 
Even though that white man can't feed his kids, can't provide for his family, can't take care of the necessities that he needs to survive, at least he's not a slave. He had this supremacy, but didn't have food on his table. He had this notion, but didn't have a goddamn nugget to spend on shit. All he had was that bullshit belief that was given to him by somebody that told him you're the supreme being. While this motherfucker went home and ate steaks and shrimps and all this shit, this nigga gets to sit in the street and watch this motherfucker walk away and leave his ass with nothing but superiority. That don't amount to shit. Okay? See, in the 60s, that's when that melted pot started to boil. Throughout the, the, from I'd say from 1865 and I'd say 1950, that melting pot that we call the United States with all the wars and all the bullshit that we was going through and all of the, the, the breakdown of slavery and the aftermath of the Civil War and paying for that shit and going through two more wars and a couple of more conflicts and all of that shit and all of the hatred and disgust and the crime that was going on in this country. It was a lot of shit popping off, but everything was growing, but we weren't really... That blend wasn't happening. That, that, that construct wasn't coming together until it was forced. It was white people sending they people to war. It was black people sending they people to war. And then those people would blend and they would come together because they had to fight for a bigger cause. But then when they would come back home, guess what they'd have to do? White people go back to the white people. Black people go back to the black people. The whole time, those people, our soldiers... They're sitting there looking like, damn, man, I, I want to go see homie. But you can't. Because this other motherfucker right here is telling you, you can't do that. You can't be over there. That ain't your place. Craziest shit I ever heard in my life. It was the craziest shit I ever heard in my life. And y'all know me, dog. I ain't really too keen on somebody telling me what the fuck I can and cannot do in the first fucking place. You come telling me I can't go see the homie, I'm going to tell you to go eat a dick and die. You know, I, I'm going to keep it 100. Fuck you and the boat your funk ass fell off of. You feel me? Not only that, I was a motherfucking soldier at the time. I just got back from getting fucked up to help your sorry ass. And you going to tell me where the fuck I can't go, nigga? Really, nigga? Mind you, I'm playing the role of the white guy. I'm not playing the role of the black dude. Black dude got sat in the room with his mom and daddy. He was just happy to be home. White dude wanted to go see his black homie. White other white dude telling him he can't because of who he is and where he's from and what he's done. And if he goes over there, he'll lose some of his supremacy. How supreme is it when you can't even interact, when you can't even be yourself? How fucking powerful are you really? How much control do you really have when you can't really do shit? Know what I'm saying? But in the 60s, something changed. In the 60s, there was, there was a lot of things and options and ideals that were fed into the minds of the youth of America. 
They left the old folks alone. Them, them let the old dogs lie because you know they say you can't teach old dog new tricks. These motherfuckers wasn't even gonna try. Okay. It wasn't as bad as, you know, it wasn't as bad as the 80s as, you know, uh, or, or, well, I ain't going to say 80s. I say it wasn't, uh, let me rephrase. It wasn't to the point where, it, like, white girls weren't bringing black dudes home and vice versa. It was happening, but it was very slowly, you know. This was doing, you know, you. I heard stories of people during the 80s, during the 70s where, uh, uh, Oh no, during the 80s and even the 90s where white girls were dating black guys but they had fake white boyfriends so that their dads wouldn't know. This was in, was in the last 20, 25, 30 years. Okay? This is, was years well after segregation was broken down and, and the schools were desegregated and, and the nation was coming together to become... This was past, way past the 60s. But it was the 60s where that for, where it became a forefront that... Where, People started to realize that we need each other. And that's when the evolution began. That's when the bullshit you thought would have come to an end. Now, they're trying to pull us backwards. And I'm seeing it more and more every day. Every single day. Because we get so mad about every fucking thing. That there's almost, you could almost damn near call it plots and situations to pinpoint problems to arise in certain areas, okay? And most of them start more in celebrity than anything else. Why the hell would John McEnroe give a damn when Serena Williams, he ain't never said that shit about Billie Jean King. He ain't never made no comparisons to Martina Navratilova. Uh, Martina Navratilova, uh, whew, uh, Martina, the, the tall chick, uh, he never made no fucked up comparisons to her, talking about she be wouldn't beat the seventh hundred player in the, in in the world and all that shit. He did that shit for one reason and one reason or other to keep that bullshit pot stirring. They see when when the melting pot starts stirring backwards, that's when we got a problem. You got to stir that motherfucker clockwise. Cause that's how you get you. That's how you get the stew and get everything mixed in. When you start stirring that motherfucker counterclockwise, you're gonna start a counter reaction, and that's what everybody's trying to get. They're trying to get a counter reaction to everything. Okay, that's the reason why you see John McEnroe's stupid ass making com comparisons of a woman and her inabilities to be the man. Not only do you make these comparisons, they get this motherfucker to make these comparisons while she can't stand up and say, meet me on the court, bitch. We can do this right now. Something that we all know Serena would motherfucking do if she had the opportunity to. And bitch, which by the way, bitch, you better believe she will get to having them. She will piss that baby out, come out and kick your ass. I can't wait till she had that damn baby because I already know it's going motherfucking down. Whoever this number seven, if we can have this bullshit with Conor McGregor and motherfucking uh, Mayweather fighting each other, we can have Serena beat every motherfucking man in the goddamn tennis circuit and whoop their ass live. Film that shit at Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Serena versus them all. And she fuck them all. Send them ass. Bam. 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 Let's make this shit real interesting. Bring Venus in. Ooh. Wait a minute, nigga. Have y'all not ever seen how Serena play when Venus is in the building? Oh, my God. 
And I ain't talking about just when they playing each other, my nigga. No. See, they poke the bear. What they didn't realize was that they pissed off the hornet's nest somehow. You poke the bear, you might just you might as well stick your dick in the beehive. Because them, them motherfuckers didn't really understand. John McEnroe didn't, uh, you know, you don't go poking at a woman while she pregnant and can't do nothing about it. You certainly don't do that to black, you don't do that to black people, period. Serena would probably go out there right now, pregnant and all, and whoop your ass. But once again, this is the mentality they want us to have. They show us the bullshit, and then they're going to let us choose how we comprehend it. Most of us taking this comprehension as bullshit, a lot of people have gotten angry about it. The point I'm trying to make to you is the purpose of this is to once again get that pot stirring backwards. We can't get the pot stirring backwards. That's what they want. That's why Trump is president. Sorry. I'm not bringing him up. Just saying. You know, we got black people doing what we know we shouldn't do, but because we have the right to, we're starting to learn how really how many rights black people really have. Do you notice you don't see dash cam videos of when white people with guns get pulled over? For real. When last time you seen one? Because it, it don't go down the way it do with black folks. In the same breath and light, my brothers and sisters, look. You have to ask yourself, what's more important here? Going home? Or making a point? I'm talking about Quincy Blakely. That really threw me for a loop. Because I, I get it. We have rights, but right now our rights ain't right. And I don't, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, ladies and gentlemen. I hate to be the one to put this out there to you. But for a little while, I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know how to how to discuss this because I understand the brother's anger. I understand that he he told he did the right thing. He told the police officer that he had his gun. He did what Flando Castile did. Luckily for him, the officer he was dealing with wasn't as much as a, a little bitch like that bastard up in, in uh, Minnesota. That punk bitch ass nigga. I was in fear of my safety. No, you just wanted to kill a black man. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Every time the police use that same excuse, I'm going to come out and say this. No, you wanted that. You used that as an excuse to kill a black man. Because if that was a white man, you wouldn't be half as scared. And, and then the difference is the white man will point the gun in your motherfucking face. They put the gun in your motherfucking head. You still won't think he won't kill you because he's a white man. We have niggas out in the street with slingshots. Selling bottled water. Selling bottled fucking water to thirsty motherfuckers. And we get cuffed and thrown on the ground. And, and treat it like goddamn animals. I mean, I, I don't understand how far or, or what depths y'all want the niggas to go to to start to, to not get angry, to not get upset. 
I don't know how much calmness you think niggas gonna have to keep putting up this bullshit because I'm gonna warn you right now, it's not that much. That bullshit cannot stand. That is the reason why I'm standing here today saying and telling you that the evolution that is taking place, they're wanting it to go in reverse. We have evolved into a people that are tolerant in each other's beliefs. We understand and love each other. There's more of us that don't fall under them bullshit notions of religion than they think. Why do you think they keep pouring religion on us so goddamn hard? They do that because they want us to believe in nothing what that word say. The problem is that word was written by man. It was not... It was not written by some mythical entity that popped out of the sky and made all of this happen with the waving of a wand. I'm tired of that bullshit. That is one of the biggest tools they are using to keep us from evolving as a people, to keep us from being great. We did things that tore up our planet to get us to a better place to where now we have an understanding of things that we don't need to do to destroy our planet. But once again, we have motherfuckers voting and believing and to do those things that destroy our planet is smart. That's bullshit. Who the fuck is sitting here really trying to goddamn burn coal for energy? Why? Nigga, there's a plate, a blue plate with little plates. Own that motherfucker that you can buy and power a whole goddamn unit of shit. But as soon as you do, it's illegal. As soon as you get off that grid, you have committed a crime. Why? Help me understand why we are wanting to not make things better for our future to satisfy the needs of a bunch of old fucks in a goddamn office in Washington, D.C. Fuck them folks. If somebody come to you with a piece of paper and say you have to start burning coal and tearing up our ozone layer, you take that piece of paper and say thank you, file that shit somewhere and keep doing what you're doing. Fuck them folks. Fuck them. I'm tired of this shit. I'm not going to... I, I, I took some time off to build an understanding of what the hell is going on and now I'm starting to see it every day. Okay, I'm seeing it every day. What's going on? They are trying to find reasons for us to promote hatred. Woman gets kicked out of a pool for wearing a one-piece bathing suit. A one-piece bathing suit? First of all, why the fuck is this news? Second of all, who the fuck got a problem with a one-piece? What the fuck can you see in a one-piece? If it wasn't a one piece that didn't have a thong going straight up the crack of her ass, I'm not going to have a problem with a one piece. If it wasn't a one piece that had titty flaps and you open up the flap and her titties come out and two titty tassels pop out of her titties on the titties with the swimsuit, then if that ain't going on, I'm not going to be fucking offended by a goddamn one piece. Fuck you. If this bitch ain't got a dugout dough where your ass can sit there and drop, unzip something from the back and get the get hammer in that ass, nigga, I'm not going to sweat no goddamn one-piece bathing suit. Once again, though, it's not about the bathing suit. It's about the message being spread. You feel me? It's people who are wanting to sit here and take a belief of others and downplay it. I'm talking about Muslims because uh, what, uh, what I was reading about it, somebody was saying about Sharia law, which states that you know women are to be covered up. Well, no. Once again, 
if I'm gonna attack Christianity, you didn't think I was gonna go after Muslims too? Hold it down, nigga. Y'all don't know me very well, do you? Fuck that shit. Put put that to the side. I'm tired of living a life where people don't believe in each other, and that's 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 where I'm. That's that's the whole thing with evolution. We have been evolving into people that believe in people. We believe in each other. There is no more belief or worry or concern with color. You are my friend. You are my homie. I don't give a damn what you look like. If you give a fuck about me, you better believe I'm going to give a fuck about you, baby. I got fans from all over the world. You think I'm going to sit here and just promote for one group of people? Bullshit. Hell no. I will not, shall not, won't not, because that ain't me. Okay? I cannot find myself or put it in the mind, mind frame to say I'm not going to like somebody because of the color of their damn skin. You will never get me to understand that shit. And if there's anybody around you telling you that bullshit, you go tell them to blow it out their ass. If they got a problem with that and you ain't got the balls to stand up to them, send them over to Joe Mo. I got you, baby. But my point being is that this evolution that is going on in, in our planet, it needs to take place. Because if, if there's anybody around you that is feeling that the notions or concepts of destroying our earth is a good idea, slap that fool. Because this is where... Our children are going to grow up and our children's children are going to grow up if we make a future for them. It's almost like there's so many motherfuckers that are focused on what they can get right now that they don't give a damn about those that are coming up behind them. And baby, I don't know about you, but I'd love to hear the word legacy. We've talked about this. Legacy means a lot to me. It should to y'all. So why the fuck you want to sit here and let some goofy bastard in a toupee fuck around and tear all that legacy up to where when our kids grow up, the only thing they going to want to do is go outside and wipe their ass on what we didn't built for them? Well, what the fuck? But they will. And they'll have that right. Why? Because we are fucking it up. There are so much of us being consumed by that bullshit that we forget that there's a lot more at stake. Everybody is so focused on right now. We all love and adore Beyonce. I love and adore Beyonce. Shout out to Beyonce and Jay for having them beautiful twins that, I, I, that are awesome and I'm sure will come out to be amazing and go platinum in 20, 30 years. I understand. Shit. If you think she ain't going to go through Matthew Knowles and, and, and repeat what that nigga did, you crazy as hell. This will, I assure you, Beyonce and Jay-Z will not be a Michael Jackson reoccurrence. I still don't understand what the fuck them white kids doing at the goddamn Jackson Estate. For what? They asses is untalented, uncoordinated, unattractive, and frankly, unfucking necessary or needed. Every time I see an article about Paris Jackson doing something, I'm just like, what the fuck, fuck? I, for the, really? I, I, huh? Impress me, take a DNA test and tell us who, who your father is. That's the only goddamn thing those Jackson children can do for me. I'm dead fucking serious so that we can put an end to the bullshit expeditiously, if not sooner. Here's the thing, though, folks. And, and this is what it all comes down to. We as a people 
cannot allow the bullshit to com continue to take us over. We as a people cannot allow that evolution that we all so desperately need to stop. We got to keep it pushing. We got to move it forward. We have to be better than the sorry motherfuckers that told us we are superior. We have the power. Why they got a dime and you ain't got a clue. They got two pots to piss in. Your ass ain't even got a window to look out of, let alone throw piss out of. Quit falling for that bullshit because that bullshit ain't going to get you nowhere. But when we come together as a nation, we come together as a people, we come together as a human fucking race. That's when that evolution will really take hold. That's when that change will really begin. That's when we will see change in this world. But if we keep trying to stop that, ev that evolvement, if we keep trying to halt those changes, baby, it is going to be fucking catastrophic to a level. And what, ki what kills me is that nobody is saying this, but everybody is saying, oh, let's go to Mars. Oh, let's go look for life on we found super earths and all of this other shit. Now, nah, bitch, fix what we got right here. That's the, that's the problem with the world. We all have this concept of the, the, the fuck fixing it. Go get to, just go go replace it. Well, you can't replace a planet. And if you do replace the planet, you can't replace the people that are going to be left on the planet because your sorry ass don't want to do right. And we as a people have to stop letting that bullshit prevail. Because as long as that bullshit prevails, baby, you and I will always fail. We're going to be holding a bill while the other motherfuckers sleeping at night. We trying to figure out how to get to get to square one while these motherfuckers and set square 10 through 20 on fire. Your ass can't even get out the blocks. It's time for change, folks. Yes, I do the funny with the best of them, but I got to keep it 100. That's what I do, and that's what's most important. That's what's most prevalent to me. It's keeping it real for y'all, man. And I'm keeping it real for you. This change has got to happen. We can't keep going the same damn direction. We need to change. We need that involvement. Because without that involvement, we will perish. And everything we doing, everything we see, and everything that we talking about would be for absolutely nothing. There it is, folks. I, I don't really know other way to know no no other way to say it other than once again keep it a hundred. That's what I'm gonna do. And as I always do, I'd like to thank you guys for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. As always, I am your host Joe Moffat. Um, again, shout out to some folks that are always showing me love in this Twitter world with like twenty plus goddamn tweets on this bitch right now. Uh, VJ underscore Burton, uh, Real and Raw Pod, Baby Huey, Just Say Words Pod, Seven Block underscore Pod, uh, The Afro Daily, ZK, ZKA Do Right, 
Um, Mr. Underscore Al Underscore Sweets, also known as the Pod Sexual Pancaster. Um, as I mentioned earlier, my boy B Rob and everybody um, over with his crew. Uh, of course, shout out to the Pixies. Always shout out to T.O. Black. Um, let's see if we can throw some more names in here real quick. I got plenty of time. Geekish Cast. Uh, we got uh, Ellen Dubin Actor, Ice in the Face Pod, NTIO Pod, uh, at Snug Work, at Alterna Comics, at Action Lab, at Scattered Comics. Um, let's see here. Jake and Tom Conquer, uh, Grumpy Penguin, what's going on, Luis? Poop Culture, Damian Adams, we got the jazz. Hashtag Blackout Podcast, uh, Bootsy Flatass, of course, there's VJ with her silly ass self. Uh, at underscore Q at the at great. Um, also Bobby Morris. Also Juliet Miranda. Also Agrant, uh, Angry Old Man. Uh, David Producer. Midnight Smoke. Uh, goddamn Midnight Convos. The list goes on and on and on. Thank you guys for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. Peace and love to all of you. I will be back here again next Friday at 7 as I always do. I love you guys. Thank you very much for listening. I'll see y'all on the flip side. Peace.